Hello everyone, my name is Logan Campbell and this is The Double-Edged Life, a personal development podcast designed to help you be just a little bit better, help the average reach just a little bit more. That was my whole goal in starting this. Uh, like I said, my name is Logan Campbell. I'm a former police officer has moved into the private sector and I wanted to create something that could help me make things a little bit better for my life and then I thought I would share it with all of you so welcome and thank you for jumping in on this i'm very excited this is the first time i'm doing video and audio for my podcasts uh, i started a, a podcast last october in 2020 when a whole bunch of other people did um, and i decided to shut it down um, so we'll give a little bit of background here for those of you that don't know me i was in law enforcement uh, for almost 12 years um, in the midwest here in indiana and I decided to get out of law enforcement last year and, and move on and, and get into the private sector. So I started my first podcast. It was called Caffeine and Sarcasm. The episodes are still up if you want to jump on and listen to those. Uh, but it was very uh, law enforcement related. And, uh, you know, I had some uh, pro bodybuilders on there. I had Mark Lobliner and, and, and some very good friends of mine on there. Had some great conversations, but it served its purpose and, and it got to where I wanted it to go. So. I shut it down and, and I did start a second podcast and it was more movies based, but there was something I, I didn't have anything behind it. I love movies. I'm a, a pop culture junkie, but I just didn't have the, the drive to push for it to, to get episodes out. And, and I don't know, there wasn't enough behind it. There wasn't any heart behind it. So I, I, I shut it down and I got to thinking with everything that's going on and everything in my life, I'm constantly wanting to improve myself and make things better. I read a lot of uh, success books and self-help and self-development and this and that. And I thought, why can't I come up with something this year that would help me get better? Take all of the things that I have learned from everything else, from 75 hards, from the Tony Robbins, from oh, all the other self-help and development. Why can't I take it all and, and put it together into one thing? And then I thought, I'm just going to do that. So that's where I created this. I came up with the idea of the double-edged life because life is just that. It's double-edged. It is something that it can have favorable and at the same time unfavorable circumstances or outcomes but it's all on how you do it and how you use your life so i i wanted to I, i'm not a stoic i'm not a, a philosopher but i have a lot of ideas in my head and i thought i could i need to get them out so that was my whole idea behind this now this being the the preview episode i'm just sort of doing a little background on myself but i do have something that i've written and i plan on doing these i call them whetstones now a whetstone if you're not familiar with with knives and, and blades it's something that you sharpen a blade with now these whetstones are something that you can use to sharpen your life with it'll be motivating maybe inspiring i'm hoping um it is actually written so i will read it um, but i i always like to tell stories i've always been uh, an avid storyteller i enjoy talking to people and writing I, i've always loved writing so i thought i can put it all together and be able to sort of present something to you in hopes that you'll be able to, to jump into it and be inspired for your day. 
Um, that's my whole idea behind it. I, I have always had a, a little bit of respect for edged weapons. Uh, I've trained with them for a long time, and you know, I'm not one of the, the crazy knife guys, but I, I do enjoy a, a nice knife. I, I have a lot of respect for, for blades and firearms as well, but knives always held something close to my heart. Um, I don't know what it is, but uh, you know they, they are very respected in some communities, more so than firearms are. And, uh, you know, I, I've cut myself with, with knives before, and, and I feel like it's something that's so personal, especially if it were to be used in a uh, you know, self-defense situation. It is very personal. It's up close. And I, I wanted to keep that up closeness uh, with the name of this. So I did start an Instagram a while back, and that's the double-edged life. I do have my other Instagram, which is Little Hollow Life. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, Little Hollow um, is Scottish Gaelic for Logan. That is what my name means in Scottish Gaelic. So uh, that one has evolved over the years. That one started as Officer Campbell 182. Shout out to everybody that's uh, here from the old Officer Campbell page. And it changed into uh, Mr. Caffeine and Sarcasm and then a couple other things. I did try to do a movie one on it, but in the long run, it, that one is just a, a personal one. It's public. And I enjoy putting stuff on there, and, and everybody always likes to see the antics that I put on there. And, and I've kept it. I enjoy it. But I did start another uh, another Instagram page, and that is The Double-Edged Life. I'm very excited. I'm not going to announce uh, yet who is going to be joining me on it, but I did have a conversation with a very good friend of mine, and I'm very excited to get him in on this whole thing. So I'm hoping that you all will, will jump along on this journey with me. So this being the preview episode, I'm keeping this for just a couple of minutes and I'm going to jump right into what I've written here for you. Uh, it, it's called a mountain of patience. It's, it's something that, uh, I have struggled with is patience. My two words for this year were patience and persistence. And I've written one for patience and now I'm working on persistence. This is my presentation of the patient mountain. Thanks again. Patience, a virtue and life skill that requires you to be patient. The Oxford Dictionary defines patience as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. From the Latin word patientia, meaning the quality of suffering or enduring. It requires you to suffer the agony of waiting without being human and responding negatively to it. It is in our nature to respond with emotion like anger or hostility towards things that make us impatient. We want to rush through, get it done faster, and be finished. Traffic is backed up, the kids won't eat their vegetables, your startup business just won't grow. You've tried it all, the workshops, the online experts, and none of it seems to get you any closer to where you want to be. Your human mind tells you to react because you feel a certain way about it. Your mind tells you to feel angry or frustrated that the light just won't turn green. It's easy to be angry. It's easy to lash out, to slam on the steering wheel, raise your voice, or just close up shop for good. The human brain releases neurotransmitter chemicals called catecholamines, which cause you to have a sudden burst of energy, giving us the forebrain response to protect oneself. 
Impatience has made you angry, which in turn has made you feel the need to protect yourself. It has activated the amygdala, the area of the brain most associated with fight, flight, and freeze. Because you refuse to show patience, you make a choice to fight with anger, to fly away from the issue, or to freeze up entirely. Gary Vee always says that he pushes patience over everything else. In this world of buy now, sell now, viral sensation, famous in a day, we get so caught up in not waiting for anything. 5G replacing 4G that replaced 3G that we used to think was fast, but now runs at a snail's pace. People will start on something, like a New Year's resolution or a business venture, and quit two weeks in. I read recently that most people give up on their resolutions on the second Friday of the new year. What is it that made you quit? What was it that pushed you to say, I'm done? Most resolutions are long-term goals, things that might take a year to accomplish. I want to lose 45 pounds. I want to make more money. I want to stop drinking. Folks make it to that first Friday through that first weekend and think, that wasn't so bad. Then, somewhere in that following Friday, they give up. Most would say it's because they did not see enough results. Others might say they didn't need to make the change, and they're just as happy now as they would be if they'd followed through. See, they were expecting a matchstick outcome from a smoldering process. Their impatience led to failure. However, they believe that since they are still happy, then the outcome was the same. They might not have achieved what they had initially set out to achieve, but they're happy nonetheless. I can't help but think back to times when I have set out to do something, failed, and then thought to myself, what could have been if I had only kept going? Some people will dive right into their goal, casting aside all worries and going all in, only to have a single misstep and become completely derailed, giving up before really becoming saturated by the process. You see, most people say the proof is in the pudding, but I say the proof is in the process. The steps you take to achieve your goals, how many times you nearly failed but stayed on track. The gauntlets you had to traverse in order to be where you are, the proof is in the process. Some folks might have done things a bit differently and taken another route, chose a different process. It's quite possible that they had a similar outcome as well. Throughout your process, you might have decisions to make on how you achieve your goals just like everyone else. What are the best steps toward victory? Chances are there are multiple pathways that will lead you to your victory. Some paths will seem easier and others more trying. Theodore Roosevelt is often given credit for the quote, nothing worth having comes easy. Given this piece of wisdom, it stands to reason that the most difficult path will offer the greatest rewards. The longer the journey, the greater the rest. 
The longer, more difficult path would require patience, where the shorter, seemingly easier path would not. Approaching your goals with impatience is as easy as walking around a mountain instead of scaling it, choosing the shortcut instead of the long road. Both of the paths lead to the same destination. However, they are not the same path. This is where you need to make your decision. Do you take the long road up the mountain or the low road through the canyons below? The trail leading up the mountain is long and arduous. Boulders boulders to scale, trees and vegetation to navigate around, and not to mention the cold. It is a steady, gradual climb guaranteed to test your mettle and your strength. Very few are willing to accept the challenge, forego all doubts, and scale the mountainside. It is a lonely journey, but along the way you learn about the mountain. You learn why the mountain is the way it is. You learn what makes it thrive, what gives it life. You see sights on that mountain that you can only see from that specific path. You have experiences that you would never have dreamt of while on that mountain. Although you grow tired with each step, you push onward and upward, only looking back down the mountain to see how far you've come. With each step, you gain strength and wisdom, building up to a crescendo of experience that only you can know because the path you chose was the lonely one. You finally reach your destination on the other side of the mountain. Your muscles have grown strong alongside your will and your wisdom, and it is now time to enjoy your destination. Taking in the sights and the sounds, you feel accomplished. You feel alive. This could be your story, or you could choose the low path. The seemingly easier journey below the mountain, the shortcut. It might have been the easiest looking route. It might have taken the least amount of time, yes. But while you were walking around the mountain, through the canyon below, you began to see the water running off of the mountain, creating mud on the path in front of you. While the trail you were walking seemed to be the shortest and most direct, what you failed to realize was that the path is full of mud and sediment from the peak of the mountain. All of the unwanted, unnecessary things from the mountaintop were settled where you took your steps. There is a reason why they call it rock bottom. So as you walked, your boots began to collect objects on the way. The mud, thick with hostility, layered itself onto the soles of your boots, weighing you down. Pieces of broken rocks, jagged with frustration, attached themselves to the hostile mud, creating an uneven step. Hateful branches discarded from trees, unwilling to hold them any longer, lay at your feet, causing you to trip, stumble, and fall. 
As you fall, you catch yourself only to fill the palms of your hands with splinters and rocks and dirt. You pick yourself back up and gaze at your destination in front of you, the seemingly easier path. You pick the pieces of rock and wood from your hands and keep moving, each step becoming heavier and heavier, one emotion after another stacked on top of itself, making your ability to walk nearly impossible. The path you chose was more direct and easier from your original vantage point, but now that you've begun traversing it, you realize that it might have been more difficult than the climb itself. Your pride keeps you from turning back, so you push forward, reaching your destination long before those who took the mountain path. You feel cheated and lied to. Sure, your path looked shorter and easier, but at what cost? What did you sacrifice by not making the sacrifice of time? You soon begin to see those who took the mountain path begin to emerge high on the hilltop. They seem new, refreshed, calm. You begin to look inside yourself through the looking glass of your decisions and see the strife and angst you carry because you took the shortcut, the easy route. Life is a series of mountains and canyons, choices only you can make about your life. Will you slow yourself down, take a breath, and continue to work towards your goal steadily? Or will you become angry or frustrated and try the easy way? Do you have the patience to make the climb? Or will you take the walk around? Most people are familiar with the phrase about the woman scorned often misquoted as Shakespeare's words, but it actually came from another English playwright, William Congreve. The Morning Bride, written in 1687, contains the actual line, as heaven has no rage like love to hatred turned, nor hell a fury like a woman scorned. There is actually a version of this similar in nature that came 16 years earlier in 1681. The English poet John Dryden said, Beware the fury of a patient man. This phrase suggests that the patient man, or woman for that matter, houses more intensity than the impatient. Having had to suffer and endure agony without showing a hint of anger or frustration, making them patient, finding other ways to direct those feelings and put them to good use, bottling them up to be used as fuel for a fire that burns brighter than any angry spark could ever try to ignite. That fuel is turned into pure adrenaline and perseverance, driving them forward to success while others fall behind. 
There's a great scene from a film, a surprisingly touching scene from a lackluster comedy called Evan Almighty. A scene in which God, played by none other, none other than Morgan Freeman, is challenging another character with some questions. He says to her, if someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? This is the ultimate question when it comes to patience. Is it something you simply have? Or is it something you acquire and learn over time? Life calls for you to show patience through experience. The things you will see and do simply by taking the most challenging route are things that will stick with you for the rest of your life. Nothing worth having ever comes easy. A watched pot never boils. Good things come to those who wait. Rome wasn't built in a day. Patience is a virtue. You must learn to walk before you can run. Small steps in the right direction can lead to great strides. The best way to climb a mountain is by taking the first step. It will be hard. It will be difficult. It will test you. But in the end, when you have reached your destination, you will be able to look back on what you have accomplished with pride. Show yourself some patience and climb the mountain. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Well, that was one take. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. Thank you for everybody that, that listened to that. Please do me a favor, share the show. Um, you know, this is going to be on YouTube. So uh, hi, everybody on YouTube. I'm hopefully going to be getting some, you know, some different editing and things like that. But for now, it'll be just a little basic. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, uh, drop me a comment, uh, subscribe, uh, follow, do whatever you can. Uh, I would like to, to get this to, to grow and reach more people. Share this on your social medias. Tag me in it. I, I love uh, interacting with people and everything. Uh, once again, it's uh, at the double edged life on Instagram and at little hollow life. If you don't follow me on there and on YouTube as well, the double edged life. Thanks again, everybody. Stay sharp.